Yo, this is Caesar Emanuel, Black Ink CEO, and this is Second Wind Podcast. Second Wind family, what up? Me and my boy Jay Millie. Ready? Pull back up. Pulled up to Harlem. We sure. might hit a little Harlem shake. We're doing Caesar Emanuel for this episode. Reality TV superstar, king of Black Ink, innovator, entrepreneur. The dude does everything. He wears a lot of different hats. Stay tuned because this episode going to be five. Stupid. Before we get into this episode, we just want to say anyone who supports Second Wind, we just want to ask you guys if you could please like and subscribe to our page. Thank you. With that being said, enjoy this episode. There is no way this works that well. <laughs> why, why are you so happy, bro? What you mean? I can't be happy? Nah, you can be happy. You're just a little extra today, though. I'm not being extra. I just got this new thing today that made my boss feel mad smooth. Here, feel this. Damn, that's smooth. It's really like this? That's what it does? That's that manscape, bro. For real, it's like, it's super legit. And last time I didn't use this fool, bro, I was mess. I messed my stuff all the way up. Cut myself up. It was really bad. Manscaped, bro, it's the, it's the real deal. Don't tell me that's that lawnmower 4.0. Yeah, bro, that's that advanced skin-safe technology that reduces nicks and cuts. They also got ball deodorant and, you'll you'll like this one, crop spray toner. Well, bro, where can I get me some? Because I know you got that discount code. Come on, bro, you already know I got you. Falls right around the corner, so you know we need fresh balls. Get 20% off and free shipping using code adversity at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping using code adversity at manscaped.com. As the leaves fall, make sure you have it all with Manscaped. I hope you don't know I'm about to use this Manscaped. Yes, sir. You see what's going on. Got that Hello Fresh right to the front door. Number one meal kit in America. I didn't have to sit in line for an hour and a half at the grocery store. Didn't have to spend $90 on a $10 burger on Uber Eats. You know how they charge for all the delivery fees and everything. And it's cheaper than groceries because me and Jarvis got y'all a discount. Second win 50. Go to HelloFresh.com slash second win 50 and get a discount. And I'm going to even show y'all how to make it later on tonight. Y'all going to see me chef it up a little bit. You know that song? Adele got where she's like, hello. She just forgot to add the fresh to the end. So I'm going to show y'all how to really, really, really cook. Me? Chef, you need that. Hello Fresh. I told y'all I'd be back, man. Got the HelloFresh cheeseburger wraps. 20 minutes to make. Easy instructions. And I can't even make toast. So that's how you know it's easy. Go to HelloFresh.com slash second win to get 50% off again. It's HelloFresh.com slash second win and get 50% off. We got the HelloFresh lettuce wraps. Yeah. You know we in New York, so I got to start with that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Second Win family, welcome to another episode of the Second Win podcast, man. Per usual, I'm Gio, James, whatever you want to call me here, my brother, my ace, my slime, Jay Mills. Um, today, bro, we got an amazing guest, someone who wears a lot of hats, uh, reality <laughs> TV superstar, entrepreneur, motivator, innovator, <laughs> Influencer, the man does everything. On the weekends, he turns into Batman. (laughs) Right. We got my man, Mr. Caesar Emanuel, on the show today, brother. We appreciate you coming on, bro. We really want to say thank you, man. Thank you for having me. I know it's a long time coming. I've been kind of busy and hectic, but 
I got some time to sit in with y'all. Yeah, no, nah, we really appreciate it, man. For real. I know you're a busy man, so. Nah, for real. And this is a, this is a milestone for us because we usually Huge. sports, sports, sports. But yeah. really, yes, no, we this is your, our first time having somebody from TV being on our show. Yeah. So, you know, I know Jarvis is a little nervous. Yeah. Hopefully you don't fuck this up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I slap him, bro. You play with me. Nah, nah, for real, we appreciate it, man. For real. Listen, as black men, we got to stick together. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. And at the end of the day, for like people don't understand, I am one of them people that you catch in any hood. You catch it's just me. You feel me? Like mm-hmm. I like uh, I like my father, yo. Like I used to see him going the hood, and you see my family from my other side of the family. Mm-hmm. They from like Queensbridge, Astoria projects, all that other shit. And he used to take me out there, and I used to see how he used to like mesh with people. Everybody Spanish black everybody and it's like as i got older that became me mm-hmm. so i'm everywhere like you said i'm right here and y'all regularly do sports guy i ain't no sports guy besides a little bodybuilding like yeah, right, right. right you know what i mean that's how i am i just fit into any category like my pops that's so crazy and that jumps into you know my first question you know you being from Queens, you you new york from head to toe man just yeah. even meeting you you new york for real <laughs> so just meeting you you're from queens and you end up mm-hmm. relocating to the bronx mm-hmm. you know how is growing up and you know throughout the boroughs or wherever you're from from queens to the bronx how did that shape you into who you are i think i think it shaped shaped me all the way because you gotta understand I'm a little bit of Queens, I'm a little bit of Bronx, I'm a little bit of Harlem, I'm a little bit of Brooklyn. Staten Island is the only place oh, that so you're I from all boroughs. Y'all, yeah. New York is though. Y'all, Y'all be from everywhere. Like the little bro. boroughs is like countries. Like, yeah. it's like everybody's nah, different. It is, bro. For you real? like you don't understand. The Bronx is a whole different jungle. <laughs> is it you know? different beast? It's a different beast. Like no other borough like going to the Bronx. And yeah. I understand because I grew up in the Bronx. Really? And I never understood like why nobody likes the Bronx, but right. <laughs> we're different up there. Like, you know what I mean? That's my hometown. Even though I was born in queens mm-hmm. that's where i really like got my roots and all that other stuff and i started really doing what i really wasn't supposed to be doing right. but you know what i mean that's where my real learning experience because being in queens i was still growing up but my mom started snatching me out before i really got that influence in me would mm-hmm. help me I don't know why she thought the Bronx would be good. You're right, right. You know what I mean? Like, I used to look at her like, for real, the Bronx, the first day I got there, motherfucker stole my basketball. See? Uh, see? See, already on that bullshit. But guess what? You know what I mean? I don't like to promote violence, but I had to go back on the park and show them what I was about. And guess what? I got my respect from that. But even though it turned me into a whole different animal because I'll be honest with you, Queens was light compared to the Bronx. The like, Bronx. you know what I mean? I had my family out there in Queens. I had to fend for myself in the Bronx. And the Bronx back then... Was crazy, huh? Bro. <laughs> the 90s, I don't even know how I survived that joint. But bro. it's actually so crazy. Everyone I meet from the city, y'all, I'm just so impressed because you guys have to grow up so fast. Yeah, you like, faster to. than everyone else. You have to or you die out here. And that's the, just being honest, bro. Like, if you don't grow up quick enough, you become a statistic. Damn. Damn. Yeah. And, it, and it's easy. It was, especially back then, like... New York got cameras all around because of the 90s, bro. Yeah. Like, it's easy to become statistic. Like, little little motherfuckers that you go to school with be carrying. 
Yeah. So you don't know, you know what I mean? I can't even picture that being that young, even Your living like that. Street smarts have to be so on par, yeah, like by the time you were 11 years old. Yeah. Type yeah. I was used to metal detectors after elementary See, school. See, that's crazy. Yeah. You feel me? Like, I when I go to the other people's schools, now, so I'm like, where's the metal detectors? You don't got metal detectors? <laughs> and that's just so normalized. That that's what I'm normalized. saying. You're so normal. I used to have my ID, click, click, so you get my attendance when I get in, and then you go right through the metal detector, and you have to put your, your bag on that little thing like you in the airport so they could look in your joint. Yeah, that's, that's, that's living crazy. That's Man, man. your story is so it's so crazy because you talk about how you was a bad kid right <laughs> and usually if you a bad kid and you from queens or you to you in the bronx like like you said you end up a statistic but like for you you kind of flip the switch in your brain where you went from like being a bad kid to being valedictorian yeah, you know what i'm saying was, to being was, an art director like how how important was it for you to to make that switch i'll be honest with you bro it was my daughter yeah as my daughter that made me like I was always I was always smart enough not to get caught but and stay at a certain level but I always knew my time was coming mm -hmm. you feel me like if I didn't get caught by the boys sooner or later somebody gonna take me out I knew it yeah. bro and you could feel that shit take it especially if you're in the streets in the street streets like yeah. you could feel it like you outsmart and the boys left and right the only thing left it's the grave. You mm -hmm. feel me? It's, it's, it's no retirement in this game. Mm -hmm. When my baby mom told me I was I was about to have a kid, you know, she told my mom, and my mom told me. I said, fuck. <sighs> what the hell am I doing? <laughs> yeah, right, right? You know, sometimes as a as your your parent your parents put fundamental values in you, you feel me? Yeah. That's my mother my mother thing was the church. So when I heard that, I thought immediately, wherever the father sow, the child will reap. Yeah. Me being in the streets now, nah, I ain't with that. I got, I got to clean I gotta, it up. I got to clean it up. Luckily, there was a commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Catherine Gibbs. Yeah. And I always knew how to draw, you know what I mean? But the way they were saying it, I could use my skills and get money. Mm -hmm. Be a graphic designer right, and all that right. shit. Facts. Fuck it, you know what I mean? Let me do that. Bro, let me tell you, that might have been the hardest thing I ever did in my life to today, bro. To move from the left lane to the right lane. When you making a stack and better a day, and then you barely making $600 a week. Yeah, you yeah. working nine to five, you doing it the corporate yo, way. Yo, yo, and you sitting there like, nah, this can't be life. Yeah. And you're sitting there like, I got to do it for my kid. And at the same time... I'm going to school full time. So I'm going to school full time from fucking seven o'clock in the morning to almost three. Didn't take no lunch period so I can make it to my other job by 3.15 to 12. Hustling, hustling, yeah. Every day, the weekend was the only time I really got to sleep, but you got to catch up with homework and all this other yeah, shit. Yeah. So at the end of the day, it was like, this was my hustle for the last two years. And every time I had to look at my daughter, like, this is what I was doing it for. But that shit was hell for me, bro. I'd have rather been in the streets, but I knew the bigger <laughs> picture was it was giving me a future yeah. and giving her a future. Because I didn't want her to see me in jail and shit like that. No, for sure. They say there's no, like, old, old gangsters. Mm -hmm. Like, there's very few. They're either all dead or in, in jail. jail. And, the, and the ones I know is probably, like, 10. Yeah. And out of, out of millions of them, bro, it's 10 that I really know from back in the days mm -hmm. that used to get it, that barely made it. Yeah. And even them making it, you could tell from the karma of what they did, 
their body's breaking down, this is going back. Like, people got to understand there is good money and bad money. Right. I understand getting old. When I was young, money, money. Money, money, facts. yeah. I'm getting and to it's it. Fast. Fast. Yeah, and it's coming so fast. Yeah, it's coming fast, too. Yo, uh, I was moving everything from dope to weed to whatever, bro. I didn't give a damn. Shit. <laughs> so transitioning to that, like God works in mysterious ways. You were an art director while you were still hustling in the streets, mm-hmm. and it took a customer, you know, to talk talk to tell you about how good your work was for you to stop. Yeah, because bro, true story. I was I was trying to get out. I was still dibbling and dabbing because, like I told you, six hundred was enough for me. Right. So yeah. you know what I mean. I a little do dibble and dabbing, produce a little something, something. But then what happened was I had just finished my illustration course. You know what I mean. And Catherine Gibbs. Thanks God to Catherine Gibbs. Thank God to Catherine Gibbs. Nah, yeah, thank out, you, man. Catherine Gibbs. <laughs> <laughs> For real. <laughs> he my illustration course. And then, you know what I mean? I was making some side money. Like, I'm drawing up people's tattoos in the building. Cause there's a few motherfuckers. My, my baby mom's blabbing her mouth. Yeah, mm-hmm. my, my, my baby father's doing this, doing that. So, mm-hmm. all right. <laughs> Draw a couple joints. But you got to understand, I'm not... When you talk, when you serve people, you're not really asking their life story and shit like that. You're like, give them money, give your product later. Out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what happened was, I got a call late night, and I'm telling you, like most of the time, I don't even move after a certain hour. I shut shit down. So, so I just told me just take this shit right upstairs and you get this bread. Mm-hmm. Go upstairs. Yo, what up? You're like, yo, um, I called you for another reason. What the fuck you call me for? <laughs> you look at sideways. Yeah, like what the fuck other reason is there? Yo, you did this? Show me a drawing I did. I'm like, yeah, what's up? Do you remember the drawing? Yeah. It was um it was a fairy. It was a fairy, but I made it I made it with um butterfly wings. Okay. And she was like dust she doing that little fairy dust shit. So it was for a thigh piece, right? So he like, yo, you got real talent. I'm like, thanks, but um what's up? Yeah, you, you, you trying like, to buy this or what? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you playing like, with me. So he's like, yo, you know I tattoo everybody in the building. So I'm like, I'm not putting two and two in together because I'm giving wild people drawings to get tattooed by this motherfucker. But I'm not thinking this. I'm thinking they're going to the AB or something like that. Yeah, but yeah. I should have knew better. It's the hood. You're going to go to the hood. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So we talking that shit. He like, yo, listen, I wanna I wanna I wanna I wanna do something with you. You feel me? I was like, what? I'm gonna do you a favor. I'm like, what? It's like, but you gotta make me a promise. I said, what, yo? <laughs> right, right. Yo, listen, I'll teach you how to tattoo. You got to get the fuck out the streets. Damn. I looked at him, and I'm sitting there, bro. <laughs> at first, I was like, yo, you bugging the fuck out, right? <laughs> and I even, I, I just walked off yeah, on him. That, I yeah. walked off on him, right? And then, I, it just, and then the whole night, I'm in my house, right? And I'm watching TV. I remember I'm watching Martin. And I remember even the episode I was watching was just Shanae shit when she 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 hooked up with um she tried to hook up with the um that light skin nigga from from how Keenan play, play. Keenan play. Keenan play right all right I'm there smoking right I'm like yo this shit is bugging me out how the fuck he talking about want to teach me how to tattoo yeah right he bugging so I'm sitting there I'm thinking I'm like but it kept coming to me and something just said in my it wasn't registering my mind it was like I'm destroying this nigga's life. And he's trying to help me build mine. It has to be a catch yeah, this shit. Yeah. It's like, nah. So the next day, I couldn't sleep. So I went up to his house wild early. Like, yo, what is it about me that you want to help, <laughs> help me? me. Yeah. Yeah. You want to help me? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, damn. What, what? He's like, bro, I see something in you that's different. You ain't mm. supposed to be here. 
Like, fuck me, I ain't supposed to be here. You're not supposed to be in the hood. You different, bro. He saw yeah. your talent, bro. And then I was like, all right, bet. Because you must be high. Fuck, <laughs> teach me how to do all this shit. Mm-hmm. Teach me everything from cross-contamination, everything. Bro, I'm nicer than him in two months. Damn. So then he says, all right, it's time for you to go. Time to go where? Be on your own. Because mind you, I'm doing tattoos in the apartment so he could watch me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, nah, go ahead, bro. So now I'm sitting there like, fuck, what I'm going to do now? Because at the time now, I'm so involved with the tattooing, I got fired from my graphic designing job. Yeah. Because he said the same thing. He's like, I was, you know, listen, I made it up to that, not even the graphic, the art director. Yeah. In less than two years, bro. Right. It's not even heard of. And this this is not no little commercial, like, no. You really do the real It's a big boy graphic design company. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So, you know, niggas on computer, I, I get some off time. I'm looking up tattoos. I'm buying tattoo magazines. Yeah, you really invested magazine. at this I'm point. Back, and, yeah. and now I'm ordering tattoos again. He sees all this shit. He like, sees you, you really like this tattooing thing. I'm like, yeah, you know what I mean? I really like it. You know what I mean? He's like, you're fired. <laughs> so what? It's not playing. This me. is like your angel. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, it's not playing me. He's like, nah, you, you need to be let go, bro. You need to do what you love. This yeah. is, you don't love doing this shit. This is just giving you money. Do what you love. You're going to thank me later. Damn. Yo, I thank that old man every day, yo. Yeah. Wow. I mean. Because it, when he first fired me, I said, you motherfucker. Right, yo, right. You know, this you is know. my bread. This is my yeah. paper. You're fucking yeah. my shit up. You're fucking my shit up, yeah. yo. But he pushed me. Mm-hmm. And then homie pushed me out. Like, no, go, yo. Yeah. So I ended up in Brooklyn from off a Craigslist ad. Yeah. Wow. And then when I got there, it was two nice motherfuckers from Brooklyn. And I don't know, it was just destined for me because these two motherfuckers taught me everything about tattooing that I didn't learn from from the other motherfucker. You know what I mean? So when they was teaching me all the portraits and the colors and all that other shit, I'm sitting there like, wow. This is crazy. This is crazy. Mm -hmm. Because them teaching me my first year now of tattooing, by the anniversary of my tattooing, I'm already in a magazine. I'm in the first Urban Inc., yeah, mm, that's fine. You just processing all that information. You taking a little bit from this person, a little bit from that person, and teaching yourself. And then the funny shit, I'm still not sitting here like, maybe it's something that they're right about. You I'm don't in see a, it. You yeah. don't see the vision. Don't see it. I'm, don't see the vision. I'm in tunnel vision just yeah. trying to show motherfuckers like I made the right decision. Because this time now, everybody looking at me crazy. Because, yeah. yo, you, doing, you, you went from doing all this shit. You went through this shit just so you could go through school to get a great job. You get fired from your job to do this? Yeah. yeah. How does this make they sense? They're looking at you crazy. Yeah, yeah how yeah, does yeah. this make sense? And you, it's like me quitting to become a rapper. Mm-hmm. But you know only 1% make it. Mm-hmm. So what the fuck? So and, with tattooing, ain't no one made it. So yeah. you're feeling like, There's I got no make one yet. Right. Like, who can you really look to? You know what I'm saying? I was way back then. Exactly. Facts. Yeah. I'm sitting in that vision like, nah, I got to show y'all is different, mm-hmm. bro. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm different. And that's what, how all this happened because I was just trying to show motherfuckers that I really knew what the fuck Probably I was doing. Yeah. And <laughs> it just ended up here. Yeah, you know, sometimes yeah. in life, like, there's situations that teach you how to sink or swim, right? So when you got to Brooklyn, like, you talk about how everybody ended up leaving. It was like, boom, Caesar's the boss. You know what I'm saying? You ran everything. And then you transition to Harlem. The same thing happens, you know, guy goes through legal situations, whatever the case may be. 
boom, Caesar's the boss again. And like, you might not have been ready for it at that time, but it's like, it teaches, like, are you going to sink or are you going to swim? Right. And you swam, obviously. How important was that for your, like your maturation process? Bro, I'll be honest with you. I'm just realizing what I did. Mm. Like, sometimes when you in the race, you don't see your progress. You yeah. don't see what's what's next to you, what you passing mm-hmm. until you slow down. And you was flying. Bro. Boom, boom, boom. Just... And I, I was just like, I never sat down. I didn't really sat down to now. And now I get to sit back and look at stuff. I'm like, damn, a nigga had a magazine fucking restaurant. I did some light shit. I did like, this. Yeah. I did mm-hmm. that. And I was pretty successful in it. And I'm like, why haven't, like, I never pat myself on the back. Yeah. And motherfuckers used to be like, you're season man. I'd be like, no, I'm not. I ain't, I haven't. See, my problem is, I want to be up there on on that mountain. Mm-hmm. Like, Mount Rushmore. Yeah, I need to be up there with the Diddy's, the Jay-Z. Yep. Until I get there, I can't say I accomplished anything yep. because that should always be the goal to see who motherfucker leading and even surpass them or get almost equivalent as them. Yeah, and that's one of the problems of being like an aspirational person. Like, you never like stop to smell the roses. You always like, I need to get to this. 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 Until you forced to be like, all right, let me chill for a little bit. And then it's like still on your mind. Like, like I shouldn't be chilling. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to get right back to yeah. it. And I'm sure you probably have thoughts like that all the time. All the time, bro. Like, even if I have one minute of downtime, I'll be like, nah, I shouldn't be chilling. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't I don't believe in downtime. It's like a blessing and a curse. Yeah, yeah. I don't believe in downtime. Yeah. And it's like, thank God, God made me a motherfucker who has wild energy. But I don't believe in downtime. If I have a, a minute, I'm trying to work it to get some money. Yeah. And no, I mean, it's important for people to hear you say that yeah. because there's a bunch of people, especially in this generation now, who think like, man, eventually it's just going to fall in my lap. It's just right. going to fall in my lap. Right. They don't know, like, you, you had to be shit, in the bro. trenches in Brooklyn and then you had to go like, that shit is crazy. See, the problem is people see your success, but they don't see your failures, mm-hmm. No, They don't see for five, your almost losses. 10 years, <laughs> you was taking L's, you was falling on your face, you was broke. Fucking damn near homeless mm-hmm. until you finally get to this pinnacle that you can sit here and be like you're successful, and that's all people think it was a it was a two day process. Nah, yo, yeah. you had to take twenty losses before you got that one successful successful run, bro. Mm-hmm. And that's just how life is. I don't give a fuck who you are, yo. You are gonna take some L's with the W's. Most people quit before they even catch that. W. Exactly. That's the thing. Most people quit. It's, right it's right too, there. It's too much. It'd be too much. And that's the point of people can't feel uncomfortable. For you to succeed, I notice you got to be comfortable being uncomfortable. A thousand percent. Yeah. That's Bro, the you're only not gonna, way. You're not going to grow. You're not. So, you know, in 2013, um, you signed with VH1 mm-hmm. and you guys blow up, you yeah. know, become one of the biggest um, reality TV shows in the world, man. And, um, <laughs> Talk about that process. Like, did you even from the beginning think that it would grow into being such an empire that you built an empire in a crazy show? Bro, I'll be honest with you. Nah. I in my mind when I when I signed that contract, I knew that I was gonna do something different. I knew I was gonna make some money off it. But I didn't think it was gonna be like this. See, my problem is I hate to say it, I feed off of negativity. If somebody tell me I can't do it, I'm going to do it, yo. That makes you... Yeah. It makes me go hard. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I 
like I know you're supposed to feed off like the the the, the praise, but that don't feed me like yeah, I, drive. I like it you don't like drive you out. me like yeah. Yeah. Mother, like yo you you nice at this you nice at that tell me I'm trash word I bet I'm gonna show you what like tell like I I know it's this sounds toxic as fuck but at the end of the day. That's what drives me. When motherfuckers be like, man, ain't no black man ever been this successful in this tattooing industry. That's the, that's the, that's the, what? That's you gonna see. Now I'm gonna open up 20 shops on you bitch ass. And then who else got more than me, yo? Like, it, it just gets to that. And it's like, oh, wow. I really did that. I really didn't understand what I just did. You, know, you be sitting back. Yeah. And then you in this industry now, and motherfuckers looking at you like, Damn, bro, you different. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like, bro, I just did it because motherfuckers said we couldn't. Right. And that's what's so dope about you. Like, I'm going back to before y'all even signed the VH1 deal where your shop in Harlem was facing eviction. And you was like, man, we not going to get evicted because we signing this deal. So you went to the hood Five and you, you tattooing dudes, run up 20 bands, pay off, don't get evicted. Boom, you sign with VH1. Like, yeah. you were that motivated. And like, a motivated person is the most dangerous person with in the world. With a broken foot with pain. But yeah, you, you talked about how you almost drugged the dude out the taxi and you rolled over your foot. Yeah. You said, yo, I'm doing this with a broken foot. Yeah, bro, that shit was different, bro. Yeah. Like, I think I faced so many obstacles just signs of VH1 that it prepared me for certain things. Because... Right. We got signed, but it was everything was like going against us. And it was like nobody understood the urgency of trying to get this deal done. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's like it could change our lives. Everybody like, I mean, we're going to be good. If each one going to buy, buy the shop and we'll be out. No, they not. If they don't see we have control of our situation, they're going to find another situation that has control of their situation. Right. We have to show them that we got this. Bro. It's funny that how the tables just turn because even when I hustled up that 20, right, we get the shop open. I even had to paint this shit with a fucking broken foot. Jesus. Damn. You know what I mean? You just dolo? It was a couple, like, Sassy came around mm -hmm. and probably, and one other person. But that was it. You feel me? I remember just painting that shit and how... Everybody that was part of this shit wasn't like doing nothing. But I still wasn't like I told you before that loyalty shit. I'm loyal to a T, and that shit be is my fault, yo. Mm -hmm. If it, but that's just me. I can't help it. Mm -hmm. Have a meeting, yo. Listen, y'all put up twenty thousand for it, yo. I don't give a fuck. This could be all be as long. We not we not under their thumbs. Y'all niggas put up two thousand piece payback, and we all take partnership in this shit. Mm -hmm. Bro, nobody came with nothing. That's how I became boys. I it didn't was, want to become boys. It was by default. It's by default. So you just spirit led it because no one else really stepped it, up. Nobody wanted to step up. It was like, yo, we got, I right, fuck it, I'm the boss then. Because you got to understand, I would have been running from <laughs> being the boss from Brooklyn. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. in Brooklyn, it was like, oh, man, these niggas drive me crazy. I don't want to deal with this shit. I'm trying to be tattooing and running a business. Yeah. Yeah. That shit difficult as fuck because you want to be artsy, you want to be creative, but also you got to think about the dollar sign, how this nigga's wasting your paper towel, how this nigga wasting your toilet paper. <laughs> right. Like, like it's just <laughs> so much shit you calculate in the money, you can't really get artsy. You know? no, he be wasting my shit. <laughs> he be coming yeah, like, using my, shit, my toilet paper. He you eat like, all the fruit snacks? He used like nine, ten rolls. See what I mean? So I be like, you know what? Fuck this. I just wanted to be what you call it. Just an employee. When we got the Black Ink situation, again, 
I just wanted to roll out, have fun with my friends because we on TV. Mm-hmm. Dumb lit. I, I got stuck with the fucking bullshit. I'm the yo. You ever seen the um when they did the fucking documentary on the um new edition and shit like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. And who's the leader? The leader always gets stuck oh, with oh, all the responsibility. All the shit. Yep, yep. That's how it fell on me. Everybody out there having fun. I'm filming twelve hours. These motherfuckers filming three hours. The quarterback always gonna take the fault, bro. All the and I'm sitting there like, damn, y'all having so for years. That shit was like that, bro, for yeah. years. But guess what? I always put on my shoulder like, yo, listen, my niggas got to make sure, got to be good, bro. Yeah. We can't become a statistic. And you never really know when your opportunity comes because, like, for you, that opportunity came from a Corey Guns. You did Corey Guns, a uh, tattoo for Corey Guns, the rapper. And was that for music? Was that for a feature on him? That was for, no, he was doing his reality show with um Nick Cannon. Yes. And then they VH1 had... Saw your work. And Damn. they was like, yo, we need them. And I was like, why? Because you got to understand at the time, I was I was dibbling, dabbling back in the streets. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was moving like pounds and pounds and pounds. I didn't need that VH1 shit on mm-hmm. me because honestly, what we doing out here, and like, yeah, I had to do the tattoo shit, but when them bills start piling up, nigga, we got to do what we got to do, bro. Right. Mm-hmm. Nah. Shit, I was this close from making that shit a gambling spot at nighttime. <laughs> <laughs> you a hustler. Yeah, hustler. Like, <laughs> bro, house get get 10%. Yeah. Why? We win every time. Every no, time. Don't matter. <laughs> don't matter. That's why I be saying, what? House get how much? 10? Oh, fuck that. We gonna, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we don't run it out. That's when VH was like, nah, y'all niggas signed to us. I was like, all right, we gonna chill out. Right. You don't even you know? tell VH1 at the time that you didn't have a shop. That's the crazy thing. Nah. You're like, nah, we can't tell them, bro. Nah, because them niggas, they, and if they knew, they like, nah, fuck this project. Yeah, no. By the time they rolled back around, the shop was up. I'm like, oh, y'all redid it. Yeah, we redid it. You know what I mean? <laughs> and the old owners, he ain't here no more. I'm the boss. Right, right. right. Facts. No, um, to be the driving force for a show that's on VH1 for 10 years and putting so many people on, like helping so many people eat, like people love you for that. But being in that spotlight, once something negative happens, people also hate you. you get the they you more. get the, all the hate. Mm-hmm. So with the situation with the dogs and baby moms and all that stuff, like daughter, all that stuff that happened, what like what's the most important thing you learn from all that? It's crazy. That is one of the most interesting questions I've ever been asked. Because for me, I always say there's a lesson with everything. With all losses, is a lesson. Mm-hmm. It helped. It made me. Um, how can I say this? It's not my final lesson, but my final lesson for this chapter was given with that. You feel me? I'm too fucking loyal mm-hmm. to a T. I have to dead that shit so I could be who I need to be. Right. Feel me? If I'm going to be one of them motherfuckers like Diddy and Puff, I need to dead that shit. All of them had to dead that shit after a while. Right. And all of them have been through trifling times where motherfuckers just turned on them. Absolutely. In their darkest hour. But they learned. They lesson. This shit taught me my lesson, bro. All like, of it. I made my own enemies. Mm-hmm. Every single person that turned to me, I helped them. Right. I didn't do anything to sit here and and warrant this, this, this what I'm getting. But at yeah. the end of the day, I needed this lesson because now I'm always on guard. And me being on guard, I'll be on guard for anything, which is a fucked up way to live. Yeah. But 
if I'm expecting to sit here and be an entrepreneur and have so many other things, I got to be like that. I have to understand that. That's why I feel like everything needed to happen yeah. the way it needs to happen. Because for me to sit here and say, yo, I want to be a billionaire one day, I need to know how to cut certain things off, bro, and see what's coming. And actually see people for who they is because I've been seeing it. I should have been cut people. You gave them the benefit of the doubt. I gave them the benefit of the doubt. You try to be a good-hearted person, try to help them out, change their situation, that change their mind frame. Some people ain't going to change their mind frame. Damn. They're going to be who they is. And that's tough being a loyal person because it's almost like once you cut them people off, it's like you going outside of yourself because that's not how you naturally are. And, you it, are. and it hurts you. But yes. like I told you before, I have to I have to be comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah. It hurts to cut people off, yo. Because you knew these people for not a couple of years, for decades, yo. Right. So many people I knew my whole life. Mm -hmm. So it's like, damn, I really and it has to be like that. You can't, can't you can't take everybody with you. So when you talk about not taking everybody with you, like uh you brought up a story before about how you opened a shop up in Indy mm -hmm. and uh you know, you and your man had some uh, beef before and you're like, you know, to make up for what we had, I want you to own 50% of this shop. Right. Like, I don't want no bread from it. But I just want to help you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want this to be yours. And, you know, he didn't show up for like months. And that showed you he didn't like... show up, no, period. At all? And he didn't show At up. All. He didn't show up for three months. Damn. And you said like, shit like that is like, that's the bullshit I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? When you go out your way and try to be loyal to help people. Let me ask you a question, right? You and your man started this joint, right? Mm -hmm. You have a falling out. But this joint blows up. Mm -hmm. And you seeing niggas eating the ancient man off of this shit. Nah. And you see him struggling. He in the hood of Newark on welfare in the depths of Newark. Right. And you're like, nah, even though we had a falling out. It don't sit right. It don't sit right with yeah. me. Because yeah. I know I we let motherfuckers play our brains against each other. And that's why we had to fall. Because no one else would have put us again. We would have been fine right now. Mm-hmm. Nah, I can't do that. To my it's nigga. crazy knowing you starve with them. Yeah, yeah. And you watching someone else eat and they starving. They don't. They don't. They wouldn't sit right with me either. It don't. Yeah. So guess what? Nah, get homie back in. You sure? Yeah, bro. Get that nigga, yo. I want him back on his thing. Fix up his contract. Make sure he getting his bread, bro. And then even with that, I want to show you like I ain't got no ill manners towards you, bro. You'll get money. That's how I thought. Like this is this is the this is the peace treaty. Like you know what I mean. The baller, yo. Listen, go get that. I got you a shot, and making money. Yeah, go get it. Yeah, it's but that. then I I still didn't look at it. Like he didn't even go take care of a shop that's making uh, over twenty thousand dollars a month. Half of that shit's yours. So why you ain't gonna get it? Oh my family, my dad's. Uh, all right. Still, I'm not looking at the person for who they really is. Right. Mm -hmm. Knowing they don't want no fucking hand. They didn't even met. They had to go, they had to get help from me. Right. I'm not looking at that. I'm looking at I'm being a good nigga. I'm I'm helping my nigga out. Ain't like that right. all the time. You, you gotta see people for who they is. And you also said before too, like with the whole VH1 and Black Ink, like I still got friends that eat from that show. So I ain't really like when I left, I was like, nah, I want y'all to keep doing your thing that's exactly a, that's thorough you know that's mean? really thorough he's like I got people in my friends that we started with still eating from that show so I'm not even gonna be look at like producers that. that still eating from that show that I got love for like it ain't motherfuckers don't understand I'm not um I'm not one of them spiteful motherfuckers who won't want to see you eat if I fuck with you I fuck with you but once motherfuckers start acting weird and mm -hmm. kind of funny with me 
that's what I do. I start acting weird and funny back. Yeah. Like the you fuck? reciprocate the energy. Exactly. I'm not one of them people like my loyalty is always going to be there, but I have to learn once motherfuckers start, I got to cut it off. Facts. So throughout that time period, you know, with all the stuff coming out, like I said, uh, like he brought up the situation with the dog and all that stuff, and mm-hmm. the Shade Room, these tabloids, TMZ, they started, you know, tearing me in the way. Yeah, yeah, they start, everything. You're all over the internet, right? How was your mental throughout that time period? Because I, I just know from a human standpoint, it's like one mistake and they're tearing you down. So I just want to know, how was your mental throughout that time period? Um, I mean, honest with you, uh, I can't say say like I was fucked up. I know as a black man what you gotta go through, especially being who I who I am. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I know that any little mistake I used to get teared up in the tabloid. So I knew this one, they was gonna go ham. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Yeah. My thing was the way everything went down. It was um. It was kind of crazy. Yeah. It was kind of crazy. Because it was like, it wasn't like no one day thing. It was like a whole day of season. Then the yeah. next day, season. I'm, I'm everywhere. everywhere. I'm everywhere, everywhere yeah. yo. And it's like, I'm on TMZ. I'm on this. I'm, on, I'm like, bro. And then even the way I got fired, I'm like, what? Niggas ain't even call me and tell me nothing. Yeah, I'm never, seeing this show on the internet. That's like, crazy after being, after being the... The ten years, the king of black, like everybody knows you black from that. From like, you, you know what I'm saying? That's so crazy. It's yeah. crazy to me because I'm sitting there like, I I made a mistake, but the amount of shit that then went down in this network, yeah. y'all, y'all gonna cut me off? So you didn't even, give you any grace? Not, not even no grace. They even asked me what happened. That could have been a stray dog or something like that. I kept it a hundred and be like, yo, that was me. I did yeah, this. You owned I up fought, to it like I a man. Owned up as a man. Yep. I could have said that was my brother. We look alike, bro. Yeah, right. You could have said anything. I could have said any fucking fraudulent shit. But I stood up and man, like, you know what? That was me, and I made a mistake. And I yeah. own it. I own it. And I apologize for anybody yeah. that that feel like I, I I fucking fucked up all the. way I know I fucked up all the way. You mm-hmm. feel me? Mm-hmm. But it wasn't the point that how motherfuckers handled me. I was like, wow. Even the motherfuckers closest to me, they distance themselves from me. Yeah, it's tough because like in your situation, the media is so damn powerful. It almost doesn't give you a voice. Like me working in sports, I see so many times something might not even be all the way true, but once it's out there. All the platform going to say whatever. And then it it's like, matter, it don't matter what you say. Your voice is so little. You, then it's like, that's your reputation from here on out. No matter what you you're do. You're guilty till proven innocent. innocent. And even yeah. when you're proven innocent, you're still guilty. Mm-hmm. Like, I never got no charges for any of this shit that I got accused of. Yeah, that's why I never got like, motherfucker, it's public knowledge. I've never, yo, I never got charged with no child abuse. I never got charged with no dog abuse. I never got charged with none of this shit, yo. This is all fucking Instagram shit, yo. So I'm sitting there looking at this shit like, wait, hold on. Nigga say I'm this, but... I would've got booked for that. I would've got booked for that. How? Right. You feel me? You, you, like, if I did any of this shit, it's just, it just common sense. Yeah. Like, if a nigga sit there and say, yo... He did X, Y, and Z. Where's the damn proof then? Right. Fact. Like, there's no way I could hide none of that shit. I'm not rich enough to pay off the cops. The, the EMS. Nothing adds up right. yo, with everything. So at the end of the day, I'll be sitting back like, that's what held me down. I had to sit back and look at the logic and shit. Like, nah, it's something different. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why God's put me through this. You yeah. know what I mean? Because he don't, like, 
I could sit here and say, I don't deserve it, I don't deserve it. But it's a lesson in this shit. Between it all. And yeah. between it all. And I know now what the lesson was. Because I ain't gonna tell you no lie, I've been wanting to leave reality TV. Yeah. Like I want to leave leave Black Ink for a while now. Because I'm not a one trick pony. I used to start I started hating Caesar Black Ink. Caesar Black Ink. That's who you Caesar were. Black yeah. Ink. Yeah. It's like it defined me and there was so much more than me. And it's like, damn, I'm stuck in a situation I can't even move like Get how I of, want to. Yeah, you yeah. feel me? Like I'm working so much to keep this show going. I'm on New York. I'm on Chicago. I'm on LA. So I'm constantly moving. It's never no time for mm -hmm. me to sit here and structure other shit. Even other networks, one of them, they can't, I can't even move can't on even that do shit. do nothing. Yeah. Like, it's like your hands were tied. You feel me? But now... Oh, 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 oh <laughs> nah, I feel like also your situation was crazy because I see people in Hollywood and in the industry do what? way worse Bro, stuff, and it's like, yeah, you. like you know, you you already apologize and talk you know, about that stuff. I'll tell you why they wanted to crucify me like that because they had to make an example of a black man. Like you have to understand, my record ain't as dirty as people try to perceive. Like I don't do shit, mm -hmm. so. They see me moving and I'm inspiring other black men. Nah, we got to tear this nigga down mm -hmm. with the littlest thing. You feel me? Like just the other, what, two days ago, a bunch of VH1 stars was fighting in fucking Miami trying to bust each other's head. They ain't post that. I don't hear them getting fired and shit. Like it's just, so now we being selective with shit. Yeah. Like it's so much shit that I know that happened back in the day, like shootings, this, stabbings, all the other shit. But now we being selective. You talked about before too with that situation, like you felt like the black community like didn't give you grace and that you didn't like you know like I fucked up but okay we'll give him a second chance like can you expand like done for a lot of other people yeah like can you expand on what you meant by that I felt like I, exactly how you said it I felt like it was just it was almost like everybody's waiting for this for a situation for me to fall so they could say yo fuck season you feel me like I can understand y'all made a mistake but the way that, it was magnified. It was almost like I killed a baby. Right. Mm -hmm. You feel me? It was mm -hmm. like, yo, I committed a homicide, a, 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 a horrific crime. And honestly, it it, it wasn't that. Mm -hmm. So it was like, waited, the whole community turned on me. It was like, damn, yo, like, if everybody else is smoking me, at least I could have somebody holding me down. Yeah. You feel me? You got Peter coming at me crazy. You got this coming at me crazy. And my own like my own people can't hold me there. These are the same people that I'm not sitting here saying I did shit just so but these are the same like food drives. This, you go strong for the black community. I'ma show go hard. up. Yeah. Yeah. I've been showing up before these shit. Turkey drives, all this other shit. I'm doing it because that's what that's what we supposed to do. When we get to a certain level, we supposed to give back to the community that helped us. I'm not stupid, bro. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, I just felt like, damn. The whole thing with that is like people always, especially on social media, always give their opinions. And like one of my favorite Bible verses is like, he who is without sin, let him cast the first stone. You know, so it's like, it's basically, if you're perfect, then you can judge him. And none of us are perfect. Facts. That's why we, with any situation, your situation, my situation, any situation, I never look at it and make a wild assumption about anybody because it's like I know I ain't perfect no one's perfect everybody man. makes mistakes yeah, and for you mistakes, having a bro. camera on you all the time being a face of a national te television show is like you you expect him to be perfect his whole life because nobody at is 10 years 10 years at 10 years I, I fucked up one time and this is it yeah. 10 years that's how they treat me yeah. 10 years bro no, like I, I can it. understand yo every year I'm fucking up 
I'm on some Dennis Rodman shit, going, doing this, <laughs> doing that. No, the one time in 10 years, nah, we got can this nigga. Yeah. And I heard you talk about fame, like fame. You're like, yo, bro, having cameras on me all the time. And he's like, and you were like, this shit really ain't what it's cracked up to be. I heard you talk about like that famous shit, like that shit fucking sucks. It does, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, it does. It's like, I hate to say it, but it is like, it's almost, it's draining. Yeah. It's draining. Like you have to wake up and get fly just to make sure when people take pictures, you don't look crazy. You don't look crazy. Brain. That's wild. Right. That, that, I mean? But that's that's wild to it's me. It's wild, bro. You can't be you. You can't be you. Can't. And everybody, you knew, can I get a picture? Can I get a picture? You're like, fuck. Yeah. Right, come on. And there's some yeah. days where you don't feel like it. Like, you're well, a human too. You know what I'm saying? You have emotions. you like... can't, no one's understanding that. Yeah. They're not understanding. It's like, I just seen you for the first time. I've been watching you. Now I need to take a picture of you. Some people don't even treat you like you're human. They yeah. just come up to you. All right, let's take this pic. Like you were supposed, <laughs> like you're supposed like to you do it. Like you a robot. Come on, bro. <laughs> so sometimes this fame shit is like, it has its gifts and it has its curse. You feel me? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm going to lie to you. Like, I like the perks of it, but the shit that comes along with it, I just got to deal with it. So like today, this fan ran up on me and it was like, it was... It was kind of inappropriate because she just grabbed my chest. But then I looked at her like, and then she caught herself like, yeah, my bad, yeah. my bad. I just got fanned out and you my boyfriend and, and, uh, and, in my real boyfriend. life. I like your boyfriend in real life. I don't even know your name. Lady. Yeah, but like you coming from like where you come from, like if a person run up on you like that, you on go. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, my first five seasons, I had to learn to chill, not try to like, I had to learn like, I was really, used to. It, used to, it took to. some use to, it because yeah. motherfuckers will call you, like one person called me David, and I looked at him like, I know you went to school together, so yeah. like, nah, I just heard it when your baby mom served them papers, and your name was David. <laughs> that's crazy, like, that's so disrespectful. I was like, I just hey. walked away like, you got it, bro. <laughs> like, yeah. it's like, it's just, some some people be so fanned out, and when they see you, it's like, they don't know how to act. They don't know, yeah, how, to know how to act. But you get, like I said, it's a gift and a curse because you know, like, being on TV 10 years, I grew up with some of them. And mm -hmm. I knew, I grew up with some of them. You know what I mean? Like, kid was saying today, yo, you remember we used to watch this from when we was young? I'm looking at them like, damn, I feel old now, yo. Right. Because <laughs> they grown ass men standing next to me. But when they was young, I'm like, I grew up with some of them. I went to high school with some of these people, went to colleges with some of them, and they even they having an adult life, watching how we grew up. Yeah. And mimicking some of the stuff. There's a lot of people like, yo, I did all I knew because of you because I seen where you came from. And that shit never, before I never even thought about that shit. Like how many people I influenced. Like yes. you know how many Facts. more black tattoo shops and not even more black entrepreneurs is out there mm -hmm. because they seen the struggle I went through and was like, fuck it. He wasn't scared what I need to be scared for. I could do it too if he did it. And that's that. That's the, the, the greatest shit feeling in the world. Mm -hmm. Like fuck all this other shit, you know what I mean? That feeling that inspired other people, I'm good with that, bro. Yeah. That's what that's we talk lit. about all the time because we be getting messages like, yo, that episode really inspired me. And I'm like, that's what's dope. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like when people listen to this, they're going to be like, yo, that was inspiring as hell. Impactful. Like he came from nothing. Like that's what's dope about the whole, the whole from, having a platform <laughs> and all that stuff. That shit is bugged out. That shit, I really did come from nothing. Like I ain't have no own parents giving me nothing. Yeah. I didn't have nobody giving me nothing. I was probably, I was kicked out the house by like 17. living on my Damn, own. So you just learned on the fly. 
Hustler. <laughs> no, um, you said that, you know, you wanted to get off reality TV, right? Mm -hmm. Like you didn't want to be a one trick pony. You didn't want to be one dimensional. What things can we expect from Caesar in the future? I mean, <laughs> I love the, the yeah. gym stuff and like how you got right. Like, you know, all your vitamins and your meal, like your meal plan and everything. Like, I ain't gonna lie. That was kind of like to throw everybody off. Yeah. Like, I don't, I've learned start keeping shit to your hip until you ready you feel me right. and I needed to take a year off mm -hmm. so fucking ain't no better way to take off than just stay in the gym keep you out of trouble yes, keep does. you out of all the dumb shit you feel me and it ain't that expensive it helps your mental everything right so that gym thing was like to clear my head cause I really did being on reality TV and being in the industry and non-stop for 10 years, I really needed that time to myself, you feel me? Mm -hmm. Especially clearing out all the cobwebs, all this, the negativity, everything that was that, that I had to put on. Right now, I'm in a spot that, I ain't gonna lie, I'm happy as fuck. That's I, beautiful. I, I'm, I'm really happy because in this transition, I didn't, I was, I was, I was scared. Feel me? I was scared to come to this point because I know Black Ink, regardless, couldn't last forever. But it was always like, damn, I got the tattoo shops. I could always still tattoo, but what's the next step? What else is there for me? Mm -hmm. And then I realized, right, God gives you skills, but you don't know why you obtain these skills until he's ready to use them. Right. I obtained a decade of executive producing skills that motherfuckers pay a fortune for to go to school. I know the ins and outs of marketing because I was part of the marketing team for one of the biggest shows on cable television. I got the whole network <laughs> of everything. Right. My next step is to own my own platform. Right. And the other day, I'm not going to tell you no lie, I came closer to it because I signed with Amazon. Fire. Congratulations. Yeah, that's fire. Thank Congrats you. on yeah, that. Yeah, no, for real. Congratulations. So now, I'm building, they're building, well, they're building out my streaming platform for me. And I'm going to have a streaming platform called I Am Network. Damn. Congratulations. Nah, that's clap heavy. That. That's yeah, fire, I need to clap on that. Nah, that's, that's fire, heavy for real. real, for real. Damn. Damn. Amazon? You yeah. big time, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You glowing, brother. <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> you got that glow on you. See, I try to keep it like to my hip because honestly, a lot of, uh, when I got fired from VH1, a lot of networks reached out to me. Mm -hmm. It was like, yo, we'll pull you over here. We'll do that. But you have to understand, I watch the climate of everything, the world, how it is. And it, we can't keep being, we can't keep being the monkeys. Yep. If Adidas was able to shelf Kanye, if Paramount was able to shelf Nick Cannon, they're able to shelf me. Certain companies, like, we don't own these companies. Yeah. We're making them fortunes, but we don't have not one stake. When they're ready to get rid of us, they you're get out. rid of us. And you're the product. Like, I've seen all the comments. This shit ain't going to be nothing without uh, Caesar. Nothing without there, Caesar. Like, bro. you're the person that they looking for. Well, listen, I did the research. Like, you know, when you get, you get like, you just, you, 
chilling. You chilling. Just, just like, yeah. let me let up. me just have my just my lawyer this. just look this up. I made them one point two billion dollars in advertising revenue See, in bro. ten years, bro. I ain't even see ten percent of that. That's shit. crazy. That's wild. So you have to understand, as a, a, a businessman, I the first time around, that's on me. Cool. Mm-hmm. Fool me it. once. <laughs> Fool me twice. twice. Nah, yeah. never. Y'all keep that. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go get this money, and I'm gonna show the same people I've been inspired. Yo, do the same, cause this world is built on content. And we keep filling our content to people that feel they could throw us away because they could get anybody else on. Why the fuck are we still dealing with that shit? In this day and age, as black men, women, as a race, why are we still being slaved out, bro? Facts. When they let me go, I understood I was a slave. I was not a boss, bro. Mm -hmm. For them niggas, you're fired. You can't fire a boss. That's what they dash always say. Yeah, you can't. How? How you going... And then I realized I wasn't a boss. I I got a boss up. I got to make them moves and make motherfuckers realize, like, this was the wrong move. Because honestly, y'all bred me for this, yo. If y'all really think about it, all them executive meetings, all them shits that y'all taught me, the storyboard, the climax, three-episode clip, <laughs> y'all taught me all of this shit. Which y'all forgot, yo? <laughs> right, yeah. The fuck? I right, I'm going to use the same shit y'all been doing, but even better, because I know what y'all been missing. Yep. Facts. They gave you the sword to chop the head off. <laughs> nah, that's a fact. They, that's fucked they fucked they up. They fucked up. And I can tell them they fucked Like, bro, I, it was better to keep me on that show, to keep me like, all right, I'm getting this amount of money. Fuck it. I'm good. I'm peaceful. Yeah. Now, I'm after the bigger bag, bro. Yeah, you hungry. I'm hungry now. When you can sit there and you say, like, if I charge motherfuckers $6 and I get a million subscribers, that's $6 million a month. What the fuck am I still doing on Black Ink? This is a fuck. <laughs> I get a whole When you camera, do the math you, and you think the about math, it. Like, like, what the fuck am on. I doing? What the fuck? <laughs> right. When I'm the product. And I'm the product. All these motherfuckers got to do is pick up a camera and put a fucking sound device on me and go. My life is already a reality show. They ain't even got to write a script for me, yo. Facts. I let this. Right. I let this shit. So my shit is like, dang, y'all niggas making that much money off me? And that's not even advertising. Now, if I get some Hulu shit and start selling that advertising money, bro, I ain't oh, never coming back to the hood. I'm going to be chilling with Diddy on Star Island. As you yo, should. Just dancing. Yo, come on, Diddy. Yeah, come on, come on, shake on your ass. Oh, 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 got you, nigga. Ah. Yeah. Right. That's the whole ownership thing you were talking about exactly. with that clip where you was like the Black Ink and the Black Ink crew and how that whole thing transpired. The way they did it, they showed me his business. Mm-hmm. Like, I was pissed. I'm like, yeah, niggas can't find me. I own the fucking name. Y'all bugging out. I just paid me my royalty. Well, listen, you're lucky we let you use the name. I said, what? Like, you're using what? Like, it's my name. It's my fucking name. Fuck out of here, right? You know what I mean? That's what I said in my head. I mean, I'm like, all right, let my lawyer talk to you. Lawyer came back like, yeah, they did some bullshit, you see. <laughs> damn. They do. <laughs> right. You on the phone, like, scratching your head, like, damn, uh-huh. like what that? They do? It's like, yeah, um, they, they went and copyrighted Black and Crew. I said, wait, no, nah, they can't do that. All the shops are black ink. They, 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 that's my property, my intelligent property. Like, yeah, we can sit there and fight with them niggas for that shit, but yeah, you're going to be in there for like 10 years. <laughs> wow. It ain't even worth it. You, you ain't, yeah. At that and, point, and, yeah. And, and, that. At that point, it's like, Whatever. what am I doing? All right, cool. This is how we going to play. 
I ain't gonna be no mad motherfucker. Most I'll be a mad black man who just lost a job and not going on rent and going on air how VH1 yeah, do. Looking crazy. Exactly nah, what it, what people expect. Expect. No, nah, I ain't doing that shit. We good. You got me. It's cool. <laughs> I had to learn the game. Yeah. I learned the game. Right. Now you like, about to boss up. And now you I gotta boss, boss up. up. Yeah. And honestly, that now that I learned the game, I learned the shit that y'all do, I'm gonna make sure that when I do have my peoples and when I do have my shows, I don't do what y'all did to me, to them. Yeah. So they'll be grateful. The motherfuckers treat be like, right. treat people it's right. It's all about how you treat, treat people. treat you right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. With all this shit said and done, the the way they do business and the ethics, you can't last forever. That's why it's getting handed to BT and handed over to this, that, mm -hmm. and that. Because now it has too much debt. Mm -hmm. The way they moving is not business. Like It's more like emotional. Even Facts. me is like, bro. You see the you see the the comments. You see everything. Yo, hurry up and bring me and Scott back. What's the bullshit? Right. <laughs> y'all gonna lose out on that bread? Right. Because right. that's who y'all. That's what they want to see. That's what the people want to see. They you know just want to see me and Scott. Let's just yeah. keep it a hundred. No one know these other motherfuckers. No one cares about Ted and Puma. I'm Facts. just keep it. Yeah, what? keep it a hundred. Keep yeah. it a hundred. You feel me? Yeah. And these ratings are dropping. What you gonna do? You gonna keep with y'all shit? Cool. I'll be over here. Once my situation go, don't call me back. Yeah, because I ain't coming back. I ain't coming back. I'll make a whole new tattoo show and call it Black Ink. <laughs> then what? Then what? What <laughs> you going to say? Nothing. I own that. Right. So no, that's what I'm saying. Saying like, nothing's never done unless you just want to quit. And I ain't a quitting type. You You're a hustler. I'm a hustler. And I already see what it is. The streaming game, then even it out for niggas. Right. Like before you had to go to them, to 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 get a show on the air and they can give you what the fuck they want to give you because it's they shit and the only way you're gonna get your shit out is through they shit. Now you can make your own shit. The internet is free, is being played. <laughs> Facts. Free ninety nine. It's free ninety nine. And on top of that shit, I'm not even just known here. Y'all niggas gave me an international name. Y'all want to start playing my shit in France and all that shit. <laughs> thinking y'all was stealing from me. Right. Bro, I'm smarter than that. All y'all niggas did was make my name bigger. I'm good. All I got to do is pick my money up you now. Made right. You made I me lit. I be lit. Most motherfuckers, oh, fuck that. They, they, they even using my shit in Europe. Cool for y'all. I'm glad they ain't season six over there of Black Ink Crew. Let my black ass go over there, <laughs> right. man, yo. Yeah, I'm lit over I'm there. I'm lit, yo. Y'all yeah. tripping. Y'all made me lit. What the fuck you gonna do? Mm -hmm. Can't lose. So, if you had to describe your life in one word or phrase to up now to this point, what would you say? Adversity. You can't use adversity. Yeah, everyone use it, yeah. Everyone use it? Yeah. yeah. That's a cop-out. It is, but it's the truth for me. God could use ambition, right? But if you had to pick another one from Everest, what would you say? But you could use both if you want, but Nah, I wouldn't use if I had another one to use. It's a good point, question, right? It is a good question. We just have to say I'm a stubborn motherfucker. That's all I could say. Because I was handed a bullshit hand. Like I ain't gonna lie to you. This shit I've been able to do with what I've been handed with, it's kind of crazy, bro. Yeah, like you born to lose, but you built to win. Yeah, it was like I had the losing hand. Mm -hmm. I still don't know how I want, but I had the losing hand, bro. It's like there was nobody behind me. It was nothing. Like nobody never seen this shit kind of shit done before. It was like everybody said I was gonna lose, yo. And that's so crazy because 
It's one of my ups and downs for some funny reason. I find a way to win, yo. Yeah. You know, um, this show is called The Second Win, right? Mm -hmm. So for the people watching, like, if they don't take nothing away from this whole conversation that we have, we always want them to take something away from this answer. So what advice would you give to, you know, somebody trying to be the next you or somebody going through anything in life that they trying to catch their second win and, you know, be successful and excel? I have to say nothing lasts forever. Nothing lasts forever but the grace of God. Whatever you're going through, you'll be back up. Just like <laughs> your last problem, you thought life was over. You probably don't remember that shit. It's just a distant memory. That's how I feel with life. Like, no matter how down I'm, I'm in, I know it can't last forever, bro. Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm not going to let it. You feel me? I'm not going to sit there and let it. I'm a, I'm a strive to get out of any situation, especially yeah. this situation I'm in. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest, I think that's the biggest lesson with me and showing other people. Right. Like, yo, he got hit. Like, I ain't gonna lie. People be hearing me like, damn, bro, you good? Right. I know I went through some shit and people gonna keep asking, right. yo, you, <laughs> you good, good, bro? You good, you good, Like, yeah. niggas be checking on me like, yo, you all right? Mm -hmm. And then it's like, yeah. And I feel like with everything, you just, you got to have a strong chin, bro. Especially if you want to be an entrepreneur. Nine to five motherfucker or what you call, yeah, you you you, you got to go through some shit. But an entrepreneur, man, ain't nobody believe in you till you 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 believe in you. Facts. And then you got to make it. And then niggas believe in you. Damn. And that's a fact. No, that's a fact, that's bro. That's a fucking like, fact. Nah. Like, hey, be your mama hey. sometime. You're like, yeah, baby, you got it. Yeah, you, you know, yeah. Yeah. she really don't. She, she really, really don't. Yeah. No, nah, that's facts, bro. Uh, you know, Caesar, we want to tell you we appreciate you getting on our, our real, show, man. bro. We trying to... It means a lot, bro. We trying to inspire some people. For and real. your story is so damn it, impactful. It's so damn inspiring. Your resilience is like... It's, it's ridiculous. It's the craziest I've ever seen. So yeah, That's from my mother. I got I got to... I got to... I gotta praise my immigrant mother. Shout out to like, mom. Yeah. She never um no matter what we went through, we struggled, but we wouldn't know we struggling. I yeah. didn't know we struggled. She never so, folded. Yeah, yeah, she never folded. And that's what's so crazy about her. And I aspired to be like her. It's like I didn't know I was poor. Yeah. Like my moms was still driving Volvas back then, all that shit and dressing. But I didn't know I lived in the hood, bro. Mm -hmm. I didn't know. I thought we was like, I, she she made me a preppy little boy for as long as she could keep me until right. the hood got me. But that woman, she could make a dollar out of 15 cents. Right. <laughs> that's beautiful, man. No, that's beautiful for real, bro. Nah, man, you we, keep we... being a pure soul, bro, because it's not a lot of real people out here like that, man. Yeah, I, I try not to for let real. this world destroy me. Nah, for real. Nah, I can't. Your mindset too nah, strong too, after what you, you just built, told you us, man. This shit, bro. But look, hey, Second Win family, go tell everybody, like, comment, subscribe, go tell your mama, go tell your, your auntie, pet, go tell your, your great aunt, go tell your neighbor, fish, go tell something. whoever. We got Mr. Caesar Emanuel, man, one of the, the realest interviews, man. man. Second Win family, we out, gang. Appreciate you.